Turn your Bibles with me to Genesis 26. Genesis 26, and we are reading from verses number 1 through to 6, and then 12. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read verses 1 to 6, and we are all going to read verse 12 together. Is that okay? The Bible says that there was famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of the heavens. I will give to your descendants all these lands and in your, in your seeds all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac dwelt in Gara. Verse 12, let's read it together. Ready, go. Oh, you are not reading like you want to sow in this land and repeat, receive in the, the same year hundredfold. Read it like you, you really are interested in receiving from God. Ready, go. Hallelujah. Isaac sowed in the same land, a land which had a double farming. The Bible said there was a farming which was beside the second farming. This was a, the, the second farming beside the first one. So double farming. And the Bible says that even in the double farming, because he heard the voice of the Lord, and he tapped into the wisdom of God, and he understood where God stood, with him, he had a hundredfold blessing in the same land. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 6. We are going to read it together. That is our theme for this year. Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 6. I want you to memorize it. I want you to um, have it imprinted in your mind. Let's read it. Ready, go. Wisdom Oh, read it again. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times. And the salvation. Hallelujah. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times. And the strength of salvation, the fear of the Lord is his treasure. Sometimes when we read the Bible, we don't really understand the, 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 the scripture as we are reading it because we are not able to put it in context. Are you with me? So I'm going to try and give you the context in which this particular chapter or this particular scripture was read. The, the Bible says 700 years, the Bible history says that 700 years before Christ, this was in the days of Isaiah, the king of Assyria came and uh, they were taking over the lands they had started from 
Israel, which was in the north, and taken over Israel and rendered Israel captive. And the people in the south, that's Judah, were, were scared because the king of Assyria had taken over Israel and was, they were conquering as they were coming down. So it, it was impending danger that was coming upon them. And some people uh, gave advice that why don't we uh, just bow down to the Assyrians? No fight, just succumb to them and let them so that we don't shed any blood, we don't die. And some say that why don't we go to Egypt and go and get mercenaries to come and fight for us to fight the Assyrians. And as they were deliberating, the Lord gave a word to prophet Isaiah. And he said to them that go and tell them that salvation doesn't come from the works of men. Salvation is not from the east or the west. You are not going to save yourself by going to bow before Assyria or you are not going to save yourself by going to Egypt and getting the Egyptians to come and fight for you. Remember, Egypt was the first to enslave you. And now you are going to the, your former slave masters to come and bail you out. Can you imagine that? It's not possible. But he said that this is what you are going to do. Wisdom, knowledge, shall be the stability of these times that you are, you are in. These times of hardship, these times of uncertainty, these times of, of uh, uh, war, wisdom and knowledge shall be your stability. And the strength of salvation, the fear of the Lord, hallelujah, is his treasure. If you will fear God, if you will live for God, if you will listen to the word of God and tap into his wisdom and his knowledge, it, it, it will save your heart. It will give you a, a restful year. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It will give you a restful year. How many want a restful year this year? Amen. What the, the word of God that God gave us is that we should tap into the keys, these three keys, wisdom, knowledge, and grace. Somebody say grace. And I told you on 31st that grace opens the door. But once you enter, you need wisdom. Hey, what's going to happen? Are you going to restrict me today? It's like there are no good areas in the church. You want me to go and stand behind Wisdom and knowledge will stabilize you. Amen. It will stabilize you. As soon as you tap into wisdom and knowledge, it will stabilize. Somebody says that what is the wisdom that we are talking about? Because the Bible says that in Job chapter 12 verse 12, it says that with the ancient is wisdom. So is it the wisdom that you gain out of experience? Is it the wisdom of men? What type of wisdom are we talking about? Because this wisdom that is talking is, is, we read about, is talking about the wisdom that God is going to give. So obviously this wisdom is different from the wisdom of men. Hallelujah. I said this wisdom is different from the wisdom of men. You know, the wisdom of men is cleverness. Amen. How many know human cleverness? 
Things that we, 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 we gain by, by experience. Things that we gain through experience. We know what to do and what not to do. When your fingers are bent, you know that this is what I did for my fingers to be bent. So I'll do something else. Or sometimes you go to school and you learn a lot of things and you become wise. You become sophisticated, isn't it? But this is not the wisdom that he's talking about. Hallelujah. He's talking about a different type of wisdom. Somebody say a different type of wisdom. This is a different type of wisdom. This is the wisdom that comes from God. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 55, verse 5, verse 8 and 9, say that my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways, says the Lord. As far as the heavens are from the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than than your thoughts. Amen. So the, the, the wisdom of God is higher than our wisdom. Amen. I said the wisdom of God is what? It's higher than our wisdom. In 1 Corinthians 1 24. He says that but to those who are called both Greek Jews and Greek Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So this type of wisdom is the wisdom that Christ gives. Amen. So this wisdom that we are talking about is tapping into Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's tapping into verse 25. says that because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. Hallelujah. So, obviously, this wisdom is superior. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. Obviously, this wisdom is superior. You have, you have imprisoned me here. Because I'm worried whether if I calm down. Okay. I'm trying to behave myself. Hallelujah. Amen. The wisdom of God. Somebody say the wisdom of God. Wisdom. Proverbs 3, 19... And 21, Proverbs 3, 19 and 21. I know I'm giving you a lot of scriptures today, but I want you to, I want to lay the foundation so we can build from there. Hallelujah. See that the Lord by wisdom founded the earth and by understanding he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. Hallelujah. Let's go back and look at verse 19 again. He says that he founded the earth by what? Wisdom. wisdom. If we are going to make headway in 2019, what we need is the wisdom of God. That's right. If God had to use wisdom to, to establish the earth, then you and I need the wisdom of God to establish ourselves. Am I talking to somebody? If God needed wisdom... To establish the earth, we need, we need that type of wisdom. I'm not talking about the human wisdom. I'm talking about a wisdom that comes from God. And I'm going to explain to you what I mean by the wisdom that comes from God. Because the wisdom that comes from God is totally different from the wisdom that comes from men. Amen. Because we read in the scripture, when there was farming, what the convention was in those days was that they lived and go down to Egypt because their family was in Israel. If they go to Egypt, they can have supplies. Amen. But God told Isaac, do not leave 
this land, even though there's farming, the wisdom of God says that stay in this same land. And even though there's farming, the wisdom of God is saying that sow in this land. Who sows in the farming? Nobody sows in the farming. It is not smart to sow when there's drought. Because there's no water. And there's, there's nothing, nothing is growing. Anybody who has made fame or made money, business or anything otherwise, went against the convention. How many understand what I'm saying? Anybody who has made anything, Microsoft, he went against the convention. The convention was that go to school, finish school, find a job, do a job, isn't it? And then marry, and then have children, live well, and die. Isn't it? But in the middle of his schooling, he dropped out, which was against the convention. And then he gathered some money and started something that nobody had started before. And nobody gave him the the time of day to see that to work. But he did it. And the rest is history. Are you with me? Everybody, Richard Branson, you can name them. All of them went against the convention. Because they tapped into a certain wisdom. It's amazing that Christians today, we are far from the wisdom of God. And that is why we go through a lot of, a, a lot of uh, struggles. Listen, one idea will cut all your, 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 your struggle and your toil short. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. You are one idea from breakthrough. You are one idea from, from, from becoming a millionaire. One idea. Amen. And this year, the word, the word of God is, is for us as a church is that let us tap into the wisdom of God. Let us tap into the understanding of God. Hallelujah. You know, uh, uh, David says something in, in Psalm 73. Go to Psalm 73 with me. David said something there. I want us to look at it. I want you to see how, how we are going to tap into this wisdom, how it's going to help us. Are you in Psalm 73? Okay, let me find it. I'm looking for a scripture that says, my feet almost slipped. I think verse 2 or 3. Verse 2. Psalm 73, are you there? From verse 2, the Bible says that, but as for me, my feet almost stumbled and my step nearly slipped. For I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for there was no pangs of their death, but their strength is fame, isn't it? 
And then it goes on to describe the pride of the wicked. It went on and when all those things were happening, he was looking and he was envious. And the Bible said, until, somebody say until. Until, verse 17, until I went to the sanctuary of God. Somebody said, I went to the sanctuary of God. Can you see it? Then I understood their end. Amen. Amen. David was talking about something he learned when he went to God. When he went to the house of God, he received a certain wisdom. Because he was looking at the rat race. How people are making connections to become prosperous and driving new cars and going around, showing off and everything. And he was envious. He said that his foot almost slipped when he saw the prosperity of the wicked. When he saw how they were parading around and going back and forth. And he was going to try and either do the same. Are you with me? That is what we do as Christians. Sometimes we look with envy the prosperity of the wicked. And we, don't, we, and we copy the same because that is all we know. But he said that until I went to the house of God, when I went to the house of God, I understood something. The end of the wicked. And then I understood that God has an alternative. God can give us everything we are looking for without going through what they, they are going through. Amen. So we are going to pray and we are going to believe God. We are going to trust God. To give us wisdom. How many know that wisdom is a spirit? Wisdom is a spirit. Wisdom, we just read the scripture. Wisdom is Jesus Christ. Unto us who believe, Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. He is the spirit of God. If you read uh, Isaiah 11, talking about um, describing Jesus... He says that, let's look at it very quickly. This is describing Jesus. That's the prophecy Isaiah gave concerning Jesus. Amen. Okay. Some people are trying to send me text messages as I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at them. I think they are on, uh, on live and they are looking. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Amen. Okay. Are you in Isaiah? Eleven, are you there? Okay, allow me to find it. There shall come, verse 1, forth a rod from the stem of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of the of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Amen. And the first spirit that shall rest upon him is what? The spirit of what? The spirit of wisdom. How many know that this wisdom here is not the wisdom that men have? Are you with me? It's the spirit of wisdom. And understanding. Anytime you see wisdom, the next thing you see is understanding. How many know that wisdom is different from understanding? We are going to go through what understanding is, but I want to lay a foundation for, for wisdom. Hallelujah. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel. How, how many know what counsel is? Advice. 
And how many know that advice connotes wisdom? Amen. And how many know that advice comes from people who have understanding? And advice comes to give you understanding. All right. And might. The spirit of knowledge. How many know that knowledge is something that when you apply knowledge to a specific uh, issue, it becomes wisdom. All right? So the spirit of knowledge and the fear of God. The Bible says the fear of God is what? The beginning of wisdom. So how many spirits? There are seven spirits. But look at it. The first spirit is what? The spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, and might, knowledge, and the fear of God. Amen. Seven of them. Seven of them. Five of them is wisdom. Are you with me? So when you see anybody who says they're anointed, when you see anybody who says he's a man of God, he's anointed, check the spirit of wisdom that follows the person. If they cannot use wisdom to decipher the prophecy, Uh, check the spirit. I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. The Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them. If you have, you, you, you are a child of God. If you are anointed like Jesus, you shall have these seven spirits. These seven spirits. And these seven spirits, five of them is understanding. Wisdom, counsel. How come you cannot be advised? You say you're a man of God. You are anointed, but nobody can advise you. When the person starts to advise you, you start insulting them. Uh, I, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Don't you have knowledge that we have had countries that have been almost exterminated because of inter-tribal, inter-faith war. Why do you want to start one? It means you don't have understanding. You don't have knowledge. You don't have wisdom. So I question the, the anointing on you. I didn't write the Bible. Don't look at me that way. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him. So if the spirit of the Lord is resting on you, these are the spirit that will rest on you. The first one is the spirit of wisdom. And you see, wisdom has children. We'll look at it as we go on. When you see somebody who is wise, they don't have to convince you they are wise. You look at their children, you can tell that they are wise or foolish. Um, I don't know whether you are, you are with me. Yeah. Somebody who has understanding, they don't have to convince you they understand. Have you seen somebody that you try to give his right, they understand, but they go and do the wrong thing before. Yeah. When somebody understands, you would know by their actions. Amen. The spirit of counsel is somebody who gives advice, is somebody who's ready to receive advice. That's a spirit. It means you have the spirit of counsel. If you can never be advised, I question your advice. 
Where did you where did you get the advice that you are giving me? <laughs> I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Where did you get the advice you are giving me? You give advice, but you don't take advice. I'm beginning to wonder whether it's coming from the right place. And might, the spirit of knowledge. You know, Jesus, even at the age of 12, he understood more than the, the, uh, the elders, the, the chief priest. He was discussing with them, and they were wondering, how did this guy get this so much knowledge? It's a spirit. The spirit that will make you understand something and know something that nobody taught you. Amen. It's a spirit that God gives. Look at Exodus 31 with me. Exodus 31. Are you, are, you, are you learning something? Exodus 31, talking about the artisan called Bezalel. Can you see? Verse 2 says that, see, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Her, of the tribe of Judah, and I filled him with the spirit of what? The, the, first, the spirit of what? God. The first one is the spirit of God. I've given him the spirit of God. Then he goes on to say that in wisdom. So the spirit of God, in, it covers seven spirits. And out of the seven, I've given him in wisdom, in understanding, in all what knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. Next verse. To design artistic work, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting of jewels for the setting, in carving of wood. How many know that blacksmith is not a carpenter? A blacksmith works on gold, silver, and all that. But the wood it's for a carpenter. But because he has the spirit of God in wisdom and knowledge, he doesn't only know how to do gold, but he knows how to do wood. In carving of wood and to work in all manner of workmanship. So he's doing uh, electrician work. He's doing masonry work. He's doing... Uh, we have, I think we have to change Mr. Lantern name to Bezalil. <laughs> next verse, next verse. And I indeed have appointed with him. I hope, now, this is the assistant. <laughs> Bezalil's assistant. And you see that Bezalil's assistant also has been given the grace, the spirit of wisdom. Amen. I want you to be hungry for the spirit of God this year. And the manifestation of the spirit of God is the wisdom to do things you otherwise would have no knowledge of. Amen. 
Because the spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. And the wisdom and understanding will be the stability of our times. Amen. What will save us is the wisdom of God. Not our cleverness. What will save us is not our hard work. Even though hard work is important, what will save us this year, what will bless us, what will establish us, is not how hard you work. It's not two jobs. How many know that the job you have, somebody has a better job and they are poorer than you? So, so it's, not, it's not how hard you work. It's not how much money you have. Somebody earns half as much as you have and they have more money than you. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs. <laughs> Some people are trying to tempt me, but I won't fall. <laughs> Proverbs. Come with me to Proverbs. Chapter 2. Proverbs 2. People are trying to text me as I'm preaching. Have you seen some before? Hmm. Are you in Proverbs chapter 2? The message is choking somebody. <laughs> Amen. Verse 6. Proverbs 2 verse 6. Are you there? It says that so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and if you lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her silver and search for her as a hidden treasure, then the Lord will understand the fear, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For God gives wisdom. Somebody says God gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. If he is, sorry, he is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of the saints. Then you will have, you, then you will understand and Understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then you will have what? Understanding. Somebody say understanding. Knowledge. Justice and equity. Amen. He will give us justice and equity if we incline our ear. So here the, 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 the Writer of Proverbs is showing us how we can get wisdom. Amen. How we can get wisdom. But before I go into how we can get wisdom, I want us to look at this wisdom of God. What is this wisdom of God we are talking about? Come with me to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 2, 7. 1 Corinthians 2, 7. I will come there for the rest of today, if that's okay. Yeah? 1 Corinthians 2, 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in mysteries, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Amen. 
So the wisdom of God before the ages was ordained for what? Oh, nobody read the scripture with me. For what? So what is the wisdom of God for? It is for our glory. The, the wisdom that we are speaking is the wisdom that comes from God. And it has been designed so that the children of God will be shown up. You know, when, when uh, uh, okay, can I borrow you for a minute? Stand, 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 Offer, can I borrow you for a minute? They, they, they say that the glory of a woman is, this, her, is her hair. Isn't that? How many can see the difference between glory? Can you see? Oh, no, let me not use you. They are laughing, so let me... Let, let me, uh, no, I'll use me. Check, check my hairstyle. And check her hairstyle. Which one is more glorious? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you with me? No, what I'm, try, what I'm trying to get at is that God wants us to show, God wants to show us off. God wants to show us off. You know, I don't know the, the, the length of, of your hair, but the glory has hidden the real length of your hair. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So you see, so the, the, the glory, the glory, what I'm trying to say is that the glory of God is supposed to hide our inadequacies. Are you with me? And God has designed it such, such a way that when you walk, when you walk around, you show a certain glory that uh, the person who has no God in them don't have. Amen. So this wisdom is vital for you and I as Christians to be able to, to operate in it so that God can say, yes, that's my boy, that's my boy, that's my girl right there. They are walking in glory and the glory comes from the wisdom of God. Amen. Next verse. Which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. This wisdom is the wisdom Jesus walked in. Amen. The wisdom that Jesus walked in. You see, if Satan knew, how many know that if Satan knew that killing one Jesus will release over one billion Christians. <laughs> Killing one Christ will release over one billion Christians. He wouldn't have killed him. He would have left him to walk around Galilee and Judea and all those places. <laughs> and Jerusalem. Because one Christian walking around Galilee and Judea will not cause more problems for the earth than releasing one billion Christians. Amen. But because he was operating the wisdom of the world, he said, that, let me eliminate the problem. The problem is this one Christ. If I eliminate him, I will have, my headache is gone. Amen. Had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. He would have left him alone. 
Next verse. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. See, so this wisdom has been prepared. Some of the wisdom has been prepared. The understanding has been prepared for those who love God. It is not for everybody. It's an exclusive club. You can't just join. You need to love God. Amen. Amen. Next verse. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. Amen. Amen. Which means that, remember we said that this wisdom is a spirit. And deep calls unto deep. The spirit calls unto the spirit. So, if we don't have the spirit of God inside of you, you cannot receive the waves of wisdom. How many know that there are waves? I have a transmitter on my tire and it transmits sound waves. There is a receiver at the back that receives the waves that I'm transmitting now and it turns it into sound. If the receiver is turned off, I will not be heard. Are you with me? So we need to have the receiver, which is the Spirit of God, inside of us. So that when the Spirit of God is transmitting wisdom, we receive it inside of us, and then we use it. Hallelujah. So it's not just God's wisdom is there. But that is why sometimes you read the Bible and you sleep. Because the Spirit of God inside of you is not, not fully there. alive. So, you read, somebody will read the scripture. And as soon as they read the scripture, they'll go and make one million with the scripture. And you will read and sleep. Joshua 1.8. I'm going to prove what I just said. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have what? Good success. What has prosperity and good success got to do with searching the scriptures daily and meditating on it? I thought prosperity and success has to do with how hard you work or the connections you have or the, 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 the uh, deals that you are making. But he said that, you see, this is, this is an army general who has suddenly become the president. How many know that it is not easy to move from, transit from an army commander to head of state? It's like apples and oranges. Two different things. Are you with me? Joshua was an army general. And he is about to take the seat of Moses. And the advice that God gave him was that take this book. Let it not depart from your 
your, your mouth, your eyes. Meditate on it day and night. And the word for is the conjunction that is the same as because. When you see for, you can replace for with because. It's English language. How many understand? He says that do not med, uh, do meditate on, do not let depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it because you then will make, it will make you a what? For means because it will make your way prosperous and it will give you good success. The reason why you need to to, to meditate on it is that when you meditate on it, you have prosperity and good success. Which means that there is bad success. I don't know whether you understood what I said. There is something called success, but not all success is good. Some success are not good. But for good success and good prosperity, you need the wisdom of God. And that comes from meditation. That comes from God himself. That is why this year you must get close to God. Amen. Let your antenna work. Let your receiver work. So that when you are reading the Bible, your spirit is open. Amen. It's not like I, they say I should spend five minutes to do quiet time. So five minutes, you're reading and your eyes are crossed. You can't even see what scripture. You know how you wake up first in the morning and your eyes have not really. That's not a time to start reading. Especially there's no small print. You won't see anything. How many know what I'm talking about? Your eyes are half open and you're trying to go and the Lord. Yeah, okay, I finished. I finished quiet time. No, you haven't done anything. Your antenna was fast asleep. It was turned off. Go back to the scripture we're looking at. First Corinthians 2. Where did we get to? What nine? Nine. But eyes have not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of men the things that which God has prepared for those who love him. Next verse. But God has revealed them to us through the spirit, through his spirit for, or because the spirit search all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Next verse. For what man, or because what man knows the things of a man, except the spirit of the man, that is in him. So no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Someone say, No one knows the things of God. Except the Spirit of God. When the antenna is turned off, you cannot receive the Spirit of God. Amen. That is why, see, when I said uh, wisdom uh, and understanding, knowledge and understanding shall be the stability of our time, we, we are like, oh, it means we're going to be talking about wisdom. No, we're going to be talking about how to become spiritual. Amen. We are going to be talking about how to get close to God. We are going to be talking about how to, to, to tap into God. 
Because you can never become wise in the eyes of God without the Spirit of God. And you can never have the Spirit of God in isolation. If you, your spirit itself in God is not alive. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Next verse. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. Amen. Amen. But the spirit who is from God. Amen. The spirit who is from God. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us. Except you have the spirit of God. You know the things that are freely given to you. Amen. Amen. And this year our quest is to get, become spiritual. Our quest is to become spiritual. Tap into the spirit of God. Tap into God himself. Amen. Because no man knows the things of God except the spirit which is in him. That spirit is the spirit of God in them. Amen. That we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Next scripture. These things were also, these things we also speak, not in words. Or which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Hallelujah. Do you want me to expand on that? So these things that are going to be taught, they come from God himself. This revelation comes from God. And it is not the wisdom of men. It is not human cleverness. It is not, you know, encyclopedia wisdom. Hallelujah. But it is God's wisdom. Somebody says God's wisdom. Next scripture. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to, the, to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. Which means that the natural person, the calculating person, he didn't say this. Natural doesn't mean sinful. It means that normal human being cannot discern it. They cannot understand it. It They cannot fathom it. It doesn't make sense to them. Amen. Because spiritually their antenna is off. Listen, your prosperity is in the word of God. Oh, you missed the place to put your hands together. Your prosperity is in the word of God. Your prosperity is in the things of God. That is why if I were you, I'll make a covenant this year to be in the house of the Lord all the time. Because I'm going to gain a certain wisdom that I cannot gain sitting at home. Oh, how many have gained some wisdom because you came to today so far? A certain wisdom will not come to you when you are sat at home. Overcome every excuse to be in the house of God, to hear. Like David says that my foot almost slipped until I went to church. When I got to church, then I understood the prosperity of the wicked that is transient, is fleeting to pass. Their end is not good. Amen. Amen. I pray this year that we go 
and tap into the wisdom of God. Amen. Amen. You'll be amazed. As we start talking about the wisdom of God, you'll be amazed what the wisdom of God is. You'll be amazed. The things that equate to the wisdom of God, you'll be surprised. Hallelujah. I say you'll be surprised. Like Pastor Gloria is saying that it doesn't make sense to say that those who witness and win souls are expecting the wisdom of God. But that's what it is. Amen. And the Bible says, they that win souls, they shall shine bright in the kingdom of God. There's a certain prayer that is answered because you are a soul winner. And I'll show you that. Hallelujah. Yeah. Certain, there's a certain prayer you, you pray, pray, that's why some Christians struggle. We struggle. Lord, Lord bless me. Lord bless me. Nothing is happening. Tap into the wisdom of God. I say, tap into the wisdom of God. One, one other wisdom of God is to work in the house of God. It's wisdom to give your time, your energy, join a department, join a chapel. Do something this year for God. Don't be an onlooker. Because once you have uh, darkened the doorway of this church, don't leave empty-handed. Live with a blessing. Are you with me? Bible says he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. As you seek him, he rewards you. God has never owed any man. And you won't be the first that he will owe. If you seek him, he will. So find a department, join. Join the prayer ministry, join the choir, join a, a chapel, join something, join the ashes, join something, do something. It is wisdom. I said it is wisdom. It is wisdom to be busy in the house of God. I'd rather be busy in the house of God than anywhere else. If the head of state, the prime minister, the president, David, says that I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than be anything anywhere else. And he's the president. And he's saying that there's some, some, some wisdom in it that you have to learn. Amen.